0: What's up, friends? Today I talked to my good friend R.J. Lynch, a.k.a. R.J. the Magician. Super interesting guy, and um, we've remained friends since this conversation, January 24th, 2020. Uh, R.J. is very talented at PR, marketing, comedy, magic. Um, he's really an entertainer and a brilliant guy, so I hope you enjoy my conversation with him. Four, three. What's up friends, what's up friends, we're back, but why not,
1: but why not. Again, I'm gonna get to have, you know, the rest of the night to myself and RJ calls me and I had no idea who he was, um, but he said that he was looking for magicians to bring with him to teach magic in New York. Correct. and I had no idea what this camp was I had no idea that it was like the second biggest camp in the world uh, I had no idea what I would be teaching or you know how good enough I was I had no idea you know if it, how much it would pay or how much it would cost or you know what the benefits were or what it would do for me but I was kind of just like you know what I'm sick of saying no all the time to things if someone wants you to do something crazy like hey you know what let's just go do this something crazy and I was like you know what I'm just gonna to go to New York for a summer, and I and I was still I, I was dating a girl, same girl I'm dating now actually, and I thought I was like, hey, um, I'm gonna to go to New York for three months, and most girls would have been like, all right, well, then I guess you're single, you know, but. Uh, she stuck with me the whole time and wrote letters and all that, but I just decided. She wrote decided letters that, to you? Yeah, yeah. Oh my time. gosh, wow, I did not know that. She wrote letters and texted that. me and, and all that stuff, so wow, she stuck with marry me. You her, wow. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I will. will see that. <laughs> I got plans, yeah. She's now she knows. Yeah, if uh, the show sells out, that's what's paying for the ring, so. It's not for the ring. No, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so then uh, I just decided I was going to do it, you know, full send, and uh, I went, and I met a lot of really cool people. I got a lot closer to RJ and some other magicians too that I still talk to and uh, I got to travel around New York and sometimes we'd go to Pennsylvania and, and you know they provided cool trips and stuff but it was literally a big impulsive move of mine, I would say, and uh, it was all because RJ knew one of my good friends, mm. Luca, who uh, referred to uh, so Correct, him, so. correct. Did you hit the club
0: with RJ that summer?
1: Yeah, in New York, um, what clubs were there? Caleb, Caleb's real straight
2: edge, so it's uh, it's it's weird that our friendship still works. I don't know how, like we're very different, but it's
1: like we're really good. We talk a lot on the phone. Weird, weird. Sometimes yeah. that's good though.
0: Yeah. They're different. Well,
1: in yeah. yeah, the thing was, well, I don't know. In, in in New York, it was it was weird. I was always in that other room <laughs> watching magic videos mm. when you would walk in. That sounds like highly suspicious. Was, like, like, we actually like had that. a magic library. Yeah, and library. <laughs> okay, that sounds weird. Out of context, if someone he, just he tunes in and hears that. Magic okay, these I magic videos in, were not what you think. And I'm him and this Mike. kid would be
2: watching <laughs> videos together. <laughs>
1: I'd be like, "What are you guys doing?" They're I would like, be oh, no. I was just hanging out. I'm like, oh, "Okay, yeah." No, the difference between me and you is I would just like get all these vi- these cool tutorials and do- to learn more stuff because I was like, "Oh, this is a once in a lifetime chance to see all this free magic, learning everything." So I'd like sit in a room and you know try and watch these videos. And RJ would walk in with some chick and be like, "Yo, you
2: can't just tell my <laughs> life like this.
1: What? You he said we were gonna get personal No, later. the thing, the thing is, started. no, the thing is, we." Um,
2: we worked at, I worked at this camp for three years and I already did what you did. So I had already like been the Wisconsin kid that didn't know too much magic that came and was like, look at all this stuff, spending all my nights there. I did that like a year before
0: you. What summer was this? Last summer, two
1: summers ago. This
2: is all. This was. Years. I met Caleb five years ago, probably. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was uh, friends. I used to. I had this idea a long time ago, which if you might, if you live in Appleton, might remember that I did uh, three course dinner magic shows called Now Serving Magic. And then um, I had this They're idea. Successful, right? They were they were solid. I did like a solid twelve of them, of like from like twenty. Eighteen. Twenty. Uh, yeah, I was like twenty yeah. to like twenty two. So it was pretty. It was a it was a cool thing to do just for experience, yeah, but. Absolutely. Uh, the first one, I needed to find really good magicians, and I wanted like a young, cool magician. So I looked it up. I looked up probably young, cool magician.
1: And I it, came up. No, <laughs> oh. no, hell
2: no, no, that's not what happened at all. No, this is before you were good. So this is. Uh, I, so then this guy came up named Luca, who works at the safe house. who's like this thirty-year-old dude who's Caleb's mentor, and um, I love calling people just to be like, "Hey, I'm RJ. Like, I'm new. Like, when it back then, you know." Yeah. So then uh, we uh, served you well it's a thing it's kind of like with you same thing like I, I didn't know who you were and I was like hey you're doing something cool like we should like do something one day you know so it's like I uh we became kind of like friends he did my first show and then they called me and said we need another person to come to New York uh for this magic program that had like seven people and then I called him and I said do you know anyone and he's like well I know this kid he's not like Good, but like you could try. He's really tough on him. Like he, he was probably pretty good at the time, but like he, he's just like Luca is very
1: tough. <laughs> Looking back at those footage videos from the first Not magic I could have done better. <laughs> yeah, but that could have done a lot. Better. That's okay. It's
0: part of the process. Yeah,
1: yeah. We
2: can't all be me, you know.
0: Yeah. Like, so how old were you? So you did the summer camp thing mm-hmm. a few summers before you called
2: Caleb and had him join? Yeah, I did it did one. One summer before. Oh, okay. Maybe, yeah. I did it one summer before I called Caleb. I did it. Um, I, I was walking through the A&C building at UNW Oshkosh uh, my freshman year, and I saw a poster for, do you magic? Circus? Like... Cooking orchestra at all the, this camp in New York, and I was like, "This really? is such a scam." But I looked it up, <laughs> and it looked like a scam. And like to this day, I will probably say it was a low key scam. But it, yeah. it was uh, this camp where four hundred fifty people worked, and it was just this place where I learned magic because I did. I just before that, kind of, kind of. I was worse than Caleb. But you was.
0: were like, a, you were almost like a camp counselor, mm-hmm.
1: right?
2: camp counselor I had kids but like during the day you teach magic uh classes or you teach whatever your subject is so they have 450 people that work there they have a full circus department with like 50 people that are in it they do like flying trapeze and fire shows they have everything you could want to do so yeah so you pick up
0: on any of that peripheral
2: I could do I can juggle now um I know a lot about circus stuff peripherally (laughs) um I got a cookbook uh from their cooking their cooking squad so that's about all I got, though. Yeah. you do a cookbook? Yeah, I got a cookbook from someone. They just gave
1: me PTSD. That's weird. The cooking, the cooking department? No, the kids.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, not from the kids. But I learned a lot of the kids I met there also live in New York now, so they helped me out. So I got to stay with a lot of them there, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So do you guys have like kind of a posse or like a network of Wisconsin magicians that get together on occasion? You know, or is it more like you two have your own relationship and like
1: fun. carry it that way? I'd say finding good magicians is tough. Because there are a lot of the bads there's a stereotype I feel like, especially because I work at the safe house as well. And there's kind of like this weird stereotype of like, oh, magicians are creepy or I already know how their tricks are done because, you know, maybe they saw a bad magic show when they were little kids or whatever. There aren't that many people, at least that I know of in Wisconsin, that I feel like are like me, that are just, you know, twenty-one years old, they do the research and they watch a lot of videos and they practice a lot. But they're not trying to wear goofy purple suits and you know tell stock jokes and be corny. You know they take magic seriously, but they also want it to be funny and relatable instead of just like a clown almost. You know. Right. So I don't know too many. But I probably hang out with five magicians. That's in a lot. Five. Yeah. Do you? Bill, can you name Luca, five you. friends that do the same profession? Any
2: of any other profession? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. If you knew like five other podcasters that you
1: like hung out with, that's kind of a lot. Luca, yeah. RJ. Will. who's have met Will. I, I don't know Will. He's a pretty cool guy. Shout out Will. Shout out to Will. <laughs> Will James. Uh,
2: no, I is, think. Uh, who's the
0: third guy at the show?
2: Oh, Noah. So, like, I'm there, like, 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 I, like, I, Caleb's a little bit different, I suppose, because, like, I, I'm not as strict on people, I guess. I just call people up. Like, I'll be like, yo, like, I, I saw, like, your website once. Like, you seem cool. So, that's what I did with Noah. I just saw, I saw there was a. He's a 24-year-old black magician from Minnesota, and I'm like, this is uncanny. And I'm like, we are we the same person? Can we touch? <laughs> so like, I called, I called him up. I'm like, yo, man, my name's RJ, and I'm a magician too. And He's like, oh, cool. And I'm like, yeah, like we should do something one day. And he's like, yeah, man, totally. And I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> and then we like became friends uh, for like the last two years. Like we're like really good Instagram friends, you know and then um one day yeah i had this gig and i was like what would how would you feel about doing a show with you and me and probably someone else and then he's like yeah that sounds fun i'm actually he's gonna be here by coincidence this weekend anyway because he has a oh, gig wow. also so that's like sweet. just happened to work out so he's very very good probably better than me so that's why he's gonna go first <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> what's the details on the show for like it's- how much is it?
2: The show is $15. It's at the Time Community Theater, which is at 445 North Main Street in Oshkosh. And you can get tickets at magictime.eventbrite.com. Yeah. Yes.
0: For people who, well, I mean, I guess I've only seen videos, mm-hmm. but um, I haven't seen you, Caleb, in action. But uh, RJ really, or you really get into your, your performance. <laughs> <I'm getting better. laughs>
2: Yeah, no, I think I'm okay. I think Caleb is very good. He's very different. He's um, well, how would I describe it? Um, If you really like. If you really liked the movie Jumanji and like Legos, as, no, <laughs> the old one. In the movie Legos as a child, or the Legos as a, as a child. If you really liked, uh, if you like Rubik's cubes, and if you enjoy bow ties, you will love. <laughs> you will love <laughs> and you're like target, target of, demographic. You yeah. are in his target
1: demographic. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no. Okay. My performance style isn't as shouty and big as it is. You mean, you mean cool? You mean cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I don't like flash my uh,
2: my rear. To... You can't tell people what's gonna happen. Oh, though. sorry, you're right, sorry. I'm I have to keep sure. it more PG-13 because
1: Caleb invited his parents. No, no, no. Like yeah, he literally invited his parents. I didn't, so I I have didn't have invite to, like, them, I said, keep it PG. Hey, no, you kept it PG because of that dude's comment that was like, can I bring my kids? Yeah, I felt like you bad. were like, I'll keep it PG for you. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll
2: inspire the kids for, for if it's only one kid, nah, I don't care. It's, it's too much. And you'll it's, abandon them when you go to New York. No. I'll I'll leave my nugget of wisdom. You know? But yes. Yes, that's what we're doing.
0: Cool. So, um, yeah. Should be fun. Um, personally, because mm-hmm. I'm curious, when did you move out to New York? Right after you graduated?
2: Yeah. I, um, after I met Caleb, I worked at a summer camp in New York. Like, I, that, I guess like when I met him, as we talked about, got fired from this camp for reasons I will go into one day. <laughs> and then it I'll will tell, uh, no, don't tell the story. <laughs> it's a crazy story. However, I got fired twice from this camp. Shout out to <laughs> the camp. And then um, from there, I got offered a chance to start China's first summer magic program in Shanghai. And when I was there, they called me to, uh, to interview for this job as Did the- Did you kind
0: of see that job though?
2: I did, I did. I like gave this dude my card and I was like, Yeah, like if you wanna start a magic program in China He's like, They don't have magic programs in China and I'm like, Oh, you could be the first And And then he yeah, he called me and they paid it was at a resort in the middle of Shanghai and it was like the most fun I've ever had and then um yeah. So then when I was there, uh, they called me to be the, they asked if I wanted to interview to be the director of the Houdini Museum in Manhattan. So then right from China, I like flew to New York I had like $1,000 and like, which is not enough for anything because you need a <laughs> deposit for everything. So it's like basically like having $500. So it was just really rough. And then, um, but I stayed in this illegal hostel in Queens and I was like, with this guy that it was it was a lot of stuff that was happening and it was just like not with this guy but i was staying with this guy that ended up (laughs) shooting this person and that's why he went to jail and we were like oh like oh let's talk about life and i was like this is queens is rough so don't go to queens so that's
1: spider-man dude yeah
2: yeah yeah so that's essentially what happened it was uh staying at this
1: did you live in this hospital
2: 10, about 10 days, and yeah, it was...
0: Until you got a paycheck or something? Or
2: 10 what? days until I could find a place, because just finding a place in New York is hard, you um, know, especially if you don't, like... in
0: person?
2: Yeah, yeah, and you have to interview, and you have to, like, get people to, like, like you, and then you have to, like, make sure that no one else comes that's better between the time where you meet them, you know? So then it's, like, yeah, so it's a little bit hard, and then, um yeah, then I interviewed for the job at the Houdini Museum, and I'm, like, I'll take this because I feel like... I could get in the New York Times. Like I feel like I could do it if because I'm from Appleton and I feel like it's a great story and I sent it to him and that's what happened and that's why hopefully some like really cool changes will happen because of that. But I'm working on a few things
0: Over-turn now.
2: Right. Well, I'm working on a few projects now, but you know, like projects in New York take you know, people work on it for years you know what I mean yeah. so yeah so we'll see you say
0: projects you mean at the museum or do you um,
2: on I'm working on projects at the museum too I love to produce uh, I love to produce theater and like things like that so we do a secret 40 seat magic show once a month and I uh, we were in timeout like last week as one of the top six magic shows in New York and it's only been happening for like four months so which just really cool wow. and then um, yeah and then I do like PR projects like we had complex shooting there uh, last week we've had Rolling Stones shoot there um, since I've been there, we've had um Fox, NBC, and ABC. So I'm kind trying to playing off
0: the same.
2: It depends. It depends. Usually, it's usually the first few ones were about like me and my connection to Houdini working there. But then uh, we started to get people coming in from that for different angles and because they saw that, which is kind of cool. So yeah, that's the general idea. And then, um yeah, outside of that, I've been contacted a lot by different people to like, Do like I'm working on something. I don't want to say it because I want to jinx it. But if I if I do get it, I'll come back and I'll be like, yes, yes, I did it. I'm here. But yeah, one day, we'll see. Yeah. Um. So what does the gig look like at the
0: Houdini Museum in New York City?
2: I'm the director so I like get to hire people occasionally <laughs> I get to plan events um, basically any event that, that, that I want that I think will like make money hopefully so that's the goal so I get to we're working on I have a new guy working there named Dusty he was really cool and he's like a performer he's like does like variety burlesque mentalism magic. It's very like specific and he plans events there. So we're trying to do like a speakeasy night where we have like burlesque performers come in and we're also doing like, we're doing a bunch of different like cool stuff. So it's like, uh, and then I do the secret show that we do. We do classes and then, you also have a magic shop, so it's like kind of a dual role because I'm also the director of this magic company. So we own this company called Phantasma Magic, and we make magic kits. Which, like, if you bought a magic kit in the last ten years, it was probably ours. So, like, I do online sales for that too and stuff. So it's very specific, and I didn't okay. think I'd be in magic, the magic yeah. business. Yeah. But yeah, but it's very yeah. interesting, man. It's mm.
0: awesome. Um, so like splitting your time i guess what's like been your focus lately because and and for people who don't know you obviously know you yeah um very talented in Uh, pr yeah talented in magic uh and showmanship in general so like are you more focused on entertainment or the pr piece or Uh, like where are you at right now
2: um i think that after, like, doing, like, these stories on PR and sending them out and having people, like, react, I got a lot of good feedback, and I realized that I'm, like, the youngest I'm going to be right now, <laughs> so, like, and I should, like, take advantage of it while I have the chance, so I think that my focus is kind of, it's, it's 50, it's really 50-50 on, like, the museum and doing, like, the PR for that, but also, um, being able to like take advantage of now that I have agents hitting me up and managers hitting me up and things like that, like I have to like I can't wait till I'm like forty and be like, you know what? Now I'm ready, you know, because then like sadly like that's how it works, you know, the business. So it's like, maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe I could be the first the first <coughs> one to Morgan Freeman the magic business, but like it's rare, it's rare.
0: What does Morgan Freemaning mean? He uh, didn't. Did, did he break through really early?
2: At fifty? No, he like broke out like uh, at fifty, you know. Okay. But like I don't yeah. have
0: like that kind of patience. <laughs> so we'll see <laughs> no I feel you but you keep getting in the New York Times or you keep grinding in and doing your thing you just yeah. gotta figure out your message yeah but I mean you're 23 yeah yeah 12, shit ton of time man shit yeah. ton of time a lot of time sponsored by Blue Moon Mango Week. <laughs> shut the <hell> up <laughs> get <laughs> out of here until it happens Blue
1: <laughs> Moon guys you know we're gonna sponsor we, we throw a tag on that I don't even want to be sponsored by Blue Moon <laughs> why if you had to be sponsored by someone who would be Ooh, there you go. I'm asking the sh- questions. The now. show, like the yeah. show, the whole show, yeah. Um,
0: Trojan <sighs> Fireworks Yeah, that's a weird. um no. Who would like benefit and excite me as the owner? Last like, Pro Shops. No, like, so I wouldn't do like a corporate sponsor because, like, Venture Wisconsin is like local. Ah, uh, you know what I mean. it's it's like wisconsin owned i guess i would do like like lakefront brewery or something would be Mm. cool otherwise any of the local breweries um but it wouldn't not maybe not any of them but a few in particular but they wouldn't necessarily like Mm. what would that look like it'd be cool it'd be small probably but like getting paid to do this would be cool but it's not necessary i don't think Mm.
2: You know what I recently learned? Similar note, though. I met this woman. I get a lot of tourists that come in, and I met this woman from the Houston or something, like, Tourist Bureau. And Mm -hmm. she's like, yeah, we, like, try to get people in to, like, come visit Texas. I'm like, you know what I love? Those Pure Michigan commercials. They're sick. They're so good. They are good. I don't know how they did it, man. There's like, come to Pure Michigan. (laughs) you, You can, like be a superhero yeah it's incredible (laughs) she's like yeah they won so many awards for that i didn't know that they like it was a campaign it's oh uh, yeah apparently they stopped apparently they stopped stopped?
0: more yes no more pure michigan so maybe no there's billboards and stuff still Mm, but no more and the billboards are good too (laughs) uh are they dude i i tweeted like it's funny you say that because i literally tweeted which i don't tweet often yeah i did like a year ago i was like just saying i know like none of my followers are into marketing but the pure michigan is a solid campaign for tourism is like, a
2: very solid
0: campaign. yeah yeah just makes you feel like oh yeah like it's clean like it's yeah like it's yeah. outdoor and it's new it's un, untouched or something you yeah. know yeah i
2: feel like the black bears in michigan sound like that man <laughs> whoever that is
0: <laughs> oh man man um so you Caleb, I guess, like, what, like, what's your approach to magic? What, and and then, do you do magic only? Like, do you have a job? I guess I, I don't know as much about yeah. you.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, so right now, I, I perform at least two or three days a week at the Safe House in Milwaukee. Um, it's the longest running magic bar right. in cool. the world, actually. I, wow. I googled it in it's the legit. world. Yeah, yeah. Not in the U.S. I'm pretty sure it's in the whole world. And if that's am wrong, That's a Google press release. No, no, you're yeah, probably yeah. right. No, you're probably uh, right. <laughs> and I looked it up and they're like, actually, it's um, it's uh, Some place Jeff in McBride's in Vegas. And it's been uh, around since the, the 1980. And I was like, uh, Safe House has been since like 1955. Ooh. So okay. Safe House has been around for a lot longer. And, if you don't know uh, nothing in Europe
2: it's like a speakeasy bar in Milwaukee that
1: you all see Caleb at, It's spy really themed good. as yeah. well. Yeah. And uh, it's really cool. The thing is, a lot of people get intimidated because of a password. Bye themed? spy, spy themed. Spy so themed. it's like covert. James I was like, what Bond? is bi themed? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Guys and girls go there. <laughs> um no, but it's like like Swingier it's James spy. Bond themed and there's like pictures of like you know James Bond and the spy who knew too little like posters and there's like there's like a section of the floor that like rises out with like this huge chair to do these things called like hail to the chief and there's like a puzzle wall and there's like all this really crazy stuff in there and a lot of fun touristy stuff especially if you're into that kind of cold war themed you stuff should, you him
2: a
0: been no.
2: before it's really you go popular. they give
1: you challenges
2: before you eat and you have to like do there's even one where like you hit a button in the whole wall moves, yeah. like next really? to people
1: mm-hmm. eating it's crazy you have to go yeah. and there's cool. also a couple of chairs in like this round bar that will, like spin around and take you into a whole other room oh, cool. a whole other bar it's crazy so um, there's a lot to do with the safe house as well even before or after you eat but the magic bar is where I'm at so I serve people drinks um, and then while they're drinking, they're also watching me do magic. So I do, you know, cards and Rubik's Cubes and coins and ropes and all this stuff. Bow ties. And, uh, yeah, bow ties, exactly. Yeah, always a tie. wear red bow ties. That's, that's his brand. That's what the logo is, dude, red bow tie. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it's really fun because I get to practice, not only though, I get to practice, performing, um, but you get to learn a bunch of new lines and jokes, and you meet people from all over the world, so you're practically marketing every time you do, because you hand out business cards, mm-hmm. and I've booked a lot of gigs from there since I started working the safe house. And he gets Venmo tips. So remember, you can tips. Venmo <laughs> tip now, which is cool, because people are always like, I don't have cash, but now you can, it's, it's, it's just cool. Yeah, slap nice it on my know. tip jar, and, uh, and you'll be surprised, because people are like, no one's going to do that, but like, you'll be surprised how... how, how People yeah, I guess are willing to tip, People they just don't, give don't a have shit. Passion. They're like, yeah, Venmo, it works. Yeah, like, yeah, you have a name, yeah. I don't care if you know mine. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly, that's the thing. It's nice. Yeah. Um, so I get to do magic at least two or three days, so at least I know I'm gonna be practicing and performing two to three days a week. And then uh, most weekends, um, I, I'll have a gig booked at, like I got one in mm. Chick-fil-A, I've got- One um, in Chick-fil-A? Yeah, Chick Fil A asked me to do a, a show for them for an hour on the thirtieth. You did tell in me Milwaukee, about that. or yeah, yep. Yeah. In uh, is it in the restaurant? Yeah, I know. It was. I, I was. I was kind of confused because I've never done fast food or anything like that. I'm like, <laughs> most How's people that probably work? haven't. Well, yeah, I know.
0: I like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh, at least I don't get paid to, you know. Hey, yeah. You want to see a trick, you know? But but no, it's it's. I've never done a gig like that at a restaurant before. But hey, if. If you match the yeah. rates. I don't care where it is. I'll do a funeral. You know? So, is that what? So, is that <laughs> <laughs> why not?
0: Um, so is that your is that your like how you make money or do yeah. you have another job too? Or, yeah, I've been uh,
1: I've been saving, I'm, I'm pretty good at like saving money and investing nice. and, and putting it places where it needs to be instead of just blowing it all on
0: being me. frugal. Yeah, no, yeah. you don't have to blow your money on girls like RJ. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> I'd like to think. That I
2: helped because Caleb wanted to be a cop, and like Mm -hmm. I was like, hey man. Be a magician every <laughs> time we talked, and I like to think that contributed. What was, yeah, your, what was your last
1: thing you wanted to be a locksmith too? I was thinking, but actually, I haven't given up on that. Yeah. <laughs> <I laughs> Combine them. They Come just left them. me on red, like most people do, <laughs> like you actually. I send out uh, my resume, which is a really good resume. Like it's not like is it you know, good, RJ? It's a, it's. Yes, I don't think you've had a job. I had no. I worked at UPS. <laughs> Did and, you? I, and I taught. Yeah. That, I, I, that's what I did, third shift, it was awful. I did not But know I still that. had time to do gigs, you know. Uh, okay, okay. So I would make like 12 bucks an hour and then do gigs in mm. the morning time and then mm. work at night. Um, but then yeah, I switched off of that and then I just did magic full time. But then I-, I um, Do yeah, pick and locks? And stuff. What's that? Do you pick locks? Is that why no, you no, want no, not to be? No, not really. Not at all, I don't I know anything about lock picking. Really? But here's the thing, they say it's an apprenticeship, you don't need a degree, we'll train you, and they, they pay well, they have insurance and all stuff. So I was thinking like, hey, it's kinda magic related, but it's also stable, you know. Um but so was the safe house and I've been getting enough gigs to where it's not like I have no income this month what will I do you know
0: So that's cool that that's available that yeah. safe house it's yeah. like not you know, it's like it doesn't cool. have to exist. Obviously, yeah. it's it
1: cool was... now because
2: like magicians will talk about how like come up together. You know, because like we're like in magic's a very small community. Yeah, and when you're good, people know. You know, so it's like at least magicians do. So it's nice because like neither of us were really good, and we always talk about like one day we'll be good. One day I'll move to New York. <laughs> yeah. One day yeah. he's been talking about the safe house for like three years. Like he's like I've been I want to work there. They but told it's very hard no. to get in there.
1: Sure, because yeah. they're so t- all the yeah. bartenders there are so tight knit. Yeah, it's like we already have the hours that we want. How'd you get in? Why would I give it away to somebody else. It, Scrupulous no, things. Well, you remember Luca? We were just talking yeah. about that. Yeah. Luca yeah. is one of the, magi- he's, he's probably the best magician there. And uh, because we're super close, he's seen me like grow and get better mm-hmm. and, you know, have things to say during my tricks instead of just being like, okay, pick a card. All right, put it in and there it is. You know, like yeah. he's seen me evolve as a magician and he said, you know what? I think you're ready for me to at least recommend you and we'll see what happens. So they made me sir. don't. I hate saying this, but I had to be a server at the safe house for a month. Yeah. To get like get the used so? to the safe house. But then I was like, you know what? I'll just put in my time and I'll do the work. Yep. You know, even though I'll hate it for the first month, and then once I got past it, they were like, all right, you're ready to bartend and then perform. Cool. And, and now I only do that and I love it. The thing is, Caleb though is, uh, yeah, we'd
2: always talk about how like one day we're gonna be good, one day we're gonna do this. Like I've always told him I'm moving to New York, and then he like comes across stuff. So like he like met this guy that ended up being the magician for the Indy 500, sure. and he goes every year to do the business suites. So then he like gave it to Caleb because he really likes Caleb. So now he goes down. For NASCAR and Indy every year and does magic for like celebrities, for the drivers, and gets paid like a butt ton for like a week. <laughs> so, like, it's just like, yeah, it's weird to like look back now and be like, we were just like really dumb kids. It was
1: like four years ago, but still, yeah.
2: like, that's what it seems like, you know, and it's like, it's kind of funny.
0: Yeah. That's awesome.
1: And that's the way I've like, just saying, I'm the official magician of the Indy 500 is like companies go, oh, okay, let's hire, you know, yeah. instead of saying, oh, I've been doing magic for this long and I could do this and this. They're like, eh, yeah, we don't get, but as soon as you get like a, a title, brand like that, positioning. Yeah, nobody it's goes crazy. to the Indy 500 outside of Indianapolis or yeah. Indiana. But There's they have they have a, they have a- a
0: lot of repeat like they have their audience you know yeah exactly yeah committed
1: diehard and I feel so bad because I'll like walk into the suites and like well I'm going in there you know I like look up and there's like you know 67 year old men that have been going every year since they were 12 and they're in the bleachers at like the way top like yeah I can kind of see them, and then there's like me in the front row at the suites and I'm like eating fried chicken and I'm like I don't care about these race cars I just want to perform and do magic
0: yeah don't feel bad about just like about like making something happen. Yeah. And, no, yeah, <laughs> I know But I'm just like, man, these yeah. guys
1: would a lot to be here. And uh, yeah. And I guess technically if they learn magic, they could get in for free. Yeah. Well, you know, you also have to be good and yeah. But, but yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what I'm like. saying. Like mm-hmm.
0: you know, they could find a way if they wanted to.
1: Yeah. And and those of where also because of the Indy five hundred, that's where some of my best clients have come from. Is Sweet. we're having a corporate event here and here, and I say, Well, I'm gonna have to fly or drive out, and they're like, That's fine, you know. They don't yeah. even blink when you tell them that. You used to trade gigs
2: for like $100 and then like now it's funny, like he sends me pictures of like stacks of thousands and I'm like. Me? Yes. No you, I don't. It's, he won't admit it, but he sent me stacks pictures and it's like, no, it's, yes, you would definitely send me a st- really? at least, yes, at least one stack me? picture. Yes, you're man. like, this is one night. And like, I'm happy when I see that. I'm like, dang man, pass it along. But like, it's like, it's just like, it's just really funny, like just like to see. Wow, I don't know. I was a jerk. What, was this is like seven months ago? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Sure. People change so we've year. changed so fast nowadays. I want to see a stack picture though. We're like
2: in like every time we like raise our rate or something, you know, it's good for us because like again, we were making we were making 150 <laughs> bucks like at the same time together.
0: And it, you know? it's sharing info on like, um, hey, I had the confidence to charge yeah. closer to what I'm probably worth. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, that's the
1: tough part is cause my first gig I ever did was at a restaurant, well, it was, a, it, was a, it was an all you can eat buffet pizza restaurant where everyone's got greasy fingers that are coming and going. And it was in the side of Oak Creek. And I, I didn't know how much magicians charge. So I was just like, well, Culver's is paying me $7.50 an hour, so I'll charge them 8 bucks an hour. <laughs> so I was doing magic for $8 an hour for like three hours because yeah. I had no idea what magic was worth. Yeah. Oh,
2: man. And then I remember we would uh, when I first started, like I was so adamant about filming everything and I would invite mm-hmm. him up for everything. And I'm like, yo, we have to film. And he's like, why do we like, why are we always filming things? He's like, are you sure? He's like, are you sure this is enough for me to come up? I'm like, bro, you, you need the footage. Just do it. And then like he ended up making like we made a promo video for him and stuff like that. And then like it was all the footage from like the last three years and like we didn't realize how like much we hang out or like how much footage was actually like us yeah,
0: together until, you you know? the video. until
2: we like put the video together And like all of this footage is like stuff that we were at
0: simultaneously you know so that's it's, like, cool it's, it's really cool yeah i i like, this is kind of random, but if you ever remember, if you had, like, a filmmaker person in your, like, network mm. that started young, they probably made, like, a My Summer 2017 video or something. Oh, yeah. Those are always cool to watch, because it's, like... Because they were so bad back then. Well, they were, too. They were, but, like, yeah. you still enjoyed it, because you're, like... Cause they your they, friends. They probably did... Eight things, which like through it yeah. through a summer yeah. feels like nothing, but yeah. like when you put it in a video, it's like, damn, I did a lot, you yeah. know. Like yeah. it yeah. just looks cool.
1: That's that's like a stack picture. Yeah.
0: Meanwhile, like you had to pay your rent and your student loan, like right after that picture. Exactly. Like, <laughs> but but, right. Again, like I remember like watching your stuff. And you're like, hey,
2: this is this is Evan. <laughs> this is from Venture, like back in back in the day. And now you're just like, hey, it's Evan here. We're going in a cryogenic freeze chamber. And it's like, <laughs> 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 Yeah, we're at a cat
0: cafe, and I'm like, "All right, cool, cool." Yeah, yeah, you pop up a lot, so it's good. This, yeah, the style and like the quality, yeah. definitely changes. Oh yeah, yeah, you figured out animations and stuff like that. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched uh, your TEDx talk
2: oh, last God. night. That was like I was 20, man. Yeah, I was young. That was not. That good. was the first time I ever watched it.
0: Oh, last God, night. Take it back. Take, yeah. it back. <laughs> take it back yeah man. but
2: you were so proud of it when that first came out though i was proud of it because it was my first be. credit it was you like my first, be. like because people like you say like oh ted talk people go oh ted like they don't care they don't watch it like they just it's like insta clout
0: you know what i mean so oh it's like, definitely yeah even and, just the screen grabs from it like i know you use yeah. them plus i'm single and girls love ted talks so <laughs> like,
1: it's like yeah i yeah, like because they feel smarter
2: after yeah. watching it. everyone does and that's the key to yeah. remember yeah
0: you still keep in touch with greg Greg. was the guy you had on
1: stage? <laughs> 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 yeah. Sponsored by Blue sweat. Moon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, Greg was a teacher. He was a teacher in like Oshkosh and he was like, yeah, we'll do something one day. We never did.
0: No. Do you remember the TED Talk? Because yeah, I have a question about it. Yeah. So like the way you ended it made it seem like there was like a greater message, like like a metaphor mm. that was like... that was like on the nose or something interesting like did was there one or was it just like you or was it more just like you wanted to tell the story and then you did the trick
2: i wanted to tell a story and do a trick however back in the day i thought i was very much more profound than i was so i (laughs) I was just before i switched to communication so i learned so much about rhetoric and the purposes of speaking and public speaking and like all this stuff like building a message and i didn't realize like looking back my senior year from my my end of my my end project all right get this this is this is this annoys me so much so at UW Oshkosh the communication program makes you do a uh, TED talk class where you're fi- your whole class is based around reading this TED talk book and then you have to give a TED talk style talk at the end mm-hmm. but yet they wouldn't give me any credit for my TED talk that I did so I could graduate faster <laughs> besides the point they <laughs> know It's kind of whack. It's <laughs> low key whack and yeah. so, then, uh, they, uh, so then they made me go through this whole class where the whole goal is to get a TED talk and then I was like yo like I, already- I should just yeah I did one let me <laughs> (laughs) reformulate this so I redid it and it was just so it was just really good because I could really like get the rhetoric down of being able to like add like a message and persuasion and a through line and I did it actually did really help did you just rework the ham sandwich basically reworked that I just talked about because my message I was trying to get across was that magic and communication are the same thing and that helps with business but Mm -hmm. like I was like 20. I didn't really necessarily didn't come know,
0: through. Didn't really know much.
2: But yeah. it was like, it was like eh,
0: you know, it was a good Right. Record, you, you were know? making connections based on it's like weak education arguments. rather than experience.
2: You know, maybe... It was just a weak argument, you
0: know? I sure. learned in, in,
2: in rhetoric, I learned you need claims, ground, and warrants. You need like, you need claims, you need a reason, and you need a reason why those reasons are reasons, you know? And I, yeah. I, I was just kind of like, this is how it is, because
1: I read it once, you know? And it was just like, it was okay, you know? I feel bad, yeah. because I consider you one of my closer friends, but I've never seen your TED Talk, <laughs> or your other news interviews.
0: <laughs> All right, we're ending the show, that's it. Wow. Well, sponsored by? Moon, wow! Sponsored by
2: Blue Moon, Mango Wheat. No, don't watch it. It's too late. No, I, I want to hear about late. this
1: ham sandwich, dude.
2: You don't know about if the you're, ham you're sandwich. If you're watching this, it's too
0: late. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not know about that? It's magic theory. Uh, so is that common knowledge or is that a story that like was a gem in like, a lost book uh, through time? You no, know, it's like, a
2: book called Magic and Showmanship for Magicians, which most people who care about magic and showmanship have read. However, <laughs> however, yeah, it's a common theory. Of like, it's like how if you, the basic idea is that if, I, if I'm if i walking on the street, snap my fingers, and you make a ham sandwich appear, that's like, oh, that's cool, but you forget about it. But then if you're walking on the street and someone goes, I'm hungry, and you snap your fingers and a ham sandwich appears, that's now mm-hmm. a miracle because it relates to them, and that's
0: important to them in that moment. Relatability yeah. equals to make a miracle, it has to be related. You if your, if, you if really- Jesus just had five fish and or two fish and five loaves of bread it's nothing but but if it feeds a thousand hungry people then it's a miracle
2: you know that's one way to look at it but in your real life like Get a flat tire on the road, right? Yeah, and someone just happens to have one tire that fits yours perfectly. Oh, yeah. You know like when you need it. Yeah, but if yeah. someone goes, "Hey, bro, I got an extra tire in my car," and you don't have a flat tire, that means nothing to you. Oh, you for know sure. what I mean? But like, yeah. if that happens to you and it's negative twenty and you need it, that's God. Yeah, you know. So it's like that's what well, that's the point. You know, but like, uh yeah, Jesus
0: too. Have you seen <laughs> The Messiah on Netflix? No, I don't watch too much. Oh, I watch should. YouTube, I don't watch like uh, Netflix. A and- blog, I write a, blo- a lot of blogs for the um, his,
2: uh, Houdini Museum. And yeah. it's, like, uh, it's about this guy that says that he may or may not be the Messiah. And he does all these like miracles, but then his brother's like, actually, our uncle's just a magician and we were raised by him because we were adopted. So it's like you have to decide. <laughs> that was definitely like the second to last episode. I'm so sorry. But anyway, that's it. That's I'm <laughs> yeah, so he's basically like, are we magicians or are we not? And it's like a pretty interesting like spin on like.
0: It's like a reality series, basically. You
2: no, know, it's a uh, drama it's like a fake fake, yeah he's being pursued Mm. by the fbi or the cia the whole time or something like that so it's like they're like trying to like prove he's just like a magician but he's like out here walking on water and stuff so it's like you know
0: damn yeah yeah (laughs) interesting um have you been trying stand up or is that just like a one or two off thing you've done i did when i came here because i really wanted to but i've been feeling very
2: uninspired i think because i have a full-time job now so Mm. it's like I, I get hired I've done like four shows since I've been in New York which is a decent amount and it's really good because people haven't like asked me to see anything they kind of just like <laughs> they kind of hear about me and they're like oh like he's probably good and like you don't know that that's a risk I wouldn't have taken but I'll do it man <laughs> and then uh, I do uh so I've done like I did a burlesque variety fundraiser at a church <laughs> so it was like there' was like naked women like you know, like, yeah. but he was at a, it's, it's New York. So it's a super liberal church. And afterward, like I didn't like my set. It was great. She goes up and she goes like, after the whole thing, she goes, we're going to do this fundraiser until we don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> it was just really funny. Like I did one of those. I did a thing at an improv, uh, improv theater. Where it was like a, another burlesque variety show. And they hired me. You just and, follow and, those things around town, dude. No, they, they hire me. Mm-hmm. They, I don't apply they for They found them. you. They found me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And then I had one at this place called the Ace Hotel, which was like a family show. No, it was a regular show. I did my set, which is very like it's kind of blue. I don't do I do PG thirteen stuff, you know. And then I didn't realize that there was no kids there, but I only thought that because they were so short, and there was like two kids there for mm. sure. And I was like, wow, that was a mistake. But oh well, it happens. The mom was fine. Yeah, don't. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, then, yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah. You said the word burlesque more in this interview than i've ever heard in my entire life and i still don't even know what it means burlesque (laughs) yeah it's Um, like a
0: style of clothing basically isn't it like a style of dress this is interesting
2: let me educate wisconsin well for Verlésque burlesque is like imagine like artful strippers like it's like supposed to be like men and women like essentially like strip in a dance format like in a like a dance
0: style it's like an act it's an act
2: it's a stripping act
0: that has some kind of theme but it's almost like rooted in like past fashion yeah it's it's, it's, it's the, less like g-strings and a bra right it's, it's it, burlesque I mean not bro, it's more vaudeville.
2: Lacy. I think it comes from like the vaudeville era. It can be lazy, but men can also do it. I've also seen people do it in G strings and stuff like uh. that. So really it's more of the fact that you're there's usually music and it's usually some kind of like art based, whether it's like circus or dance or singing and then okay. it's like stripping at the same time. It doesn't necessarily have to be like it's not Before. like a s if you go to a yeah. strip club, it's not like these people are guaranteed to make you throw money. It could be like a person, like my one of my friends does it and I I won't say who they are, but they're like They're like a larger person who isn't (laughs) a larger person who you probably wouldn't consider conventionally attractive to everyone in the audience. But they do this thing that is like comes off as sexy because of how he does it. You know what I mean?
0: So it's like, do you think it's sexy that when he does it? no no (laughs) no but i could appreciate the artistry and
2: i think that he's a great performer so that's like i'll be like yeah man like i i I can see that yeah sure and then yeah he did this he does this one thing um he's also a magician i have a few there's a lot of magicians that do burlesque for some reason and he does this thing where he like takes off (laughs) his g-string and he or like a Underwear on some kind of underwear, and he takes it off, and he's wearing another pair underneath. And he goes, <laughs> he just say <laughs> over the show. He goes, I'm gonna do something really, really hot. And he just did what you call a, a roulette. So he did a staple gun roulette where people can shoot it into his jugular or like his like dick or something, and like they can choose where they want to shoot it. And he's like. Uh, He doesn't get shot, essentially. And the last one, he's like, this is really hot. And he rips off his fake G-string and staples it to the wall with the one they didn't pick. So it's like a weird combination of burlesque and magic. A male G-string. It's like, yeah, it's like a male thong G-string. It's definitely more than I ever wanted to see from him. But, like, I appreciate the artistry,
0: you know? Yeah. Yeah, send it, right?
2: Yeah, (laughs) send it. Yeah, man, I'll send you the video. Yeah.
1: Oh uh, no! I just mean like Those go the magic for it. Those videos. You walk in. No, oh my
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh my God. No, yeah, that's burlesque though. So then, yeah, a lot of burlesque shows, a lot of variety shows. I'm trying to get into some comedy, which is which is shouldn't be too hard. And then um, the next show I'm doing is an experimental magic show called Maze Balls, which is like a show that has like no rules. So like people have done it naked. People have done like anything they want to do
0: So like, balls at the museum yeah. no, no 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 are you no. is this something that exists and you're like joining it or yeah what? yeah okay. no it's a thing that someone asked me to do so okay. I'm like, yeah i'll do it yeah sure hmm. so i'll do balls and no i don't we don't do that at the museum no so correct me if i'm wrong but based on our conversation so far it seems like caleb you um like want to take magic as far as you can very dedicated like to the craft um on that path rj you are i know you're a showman Mm. but like you're sampling things like you could like you're you're going down the magic path you're making a living in new york figuring that out and like you obviously are very strong in the pr field but you're also like I, I might co opt some of these other art forms. Just kinda like Yeah, I might step things. into
2: comedy. I think I'll always be a magician though. I think that's like my roots, you know. And I'm very I'm very good at magic, like to bit like whether I like it or not. I do like magic if I can see myself one day not liking it, but it's just like like I I'm, I'm not comparing myself to Dave Chappelle, but he's like he's like I get bored because it's so easy, you know. And mm. Like you can get stuck in the same act that I know is good. Like Caleb's seen it a hundred times. Like I know it's good, I could do that the rest of my life and it'd be solid, you mm-hmm. know? But like I'm like I I'm not the type of person that loves trying new things. Like, Caleb loves to try new things all the time, you know, so it's different,
0: yeah. Do you remember what interview Dave Chappelle said that? I've, seen, was a, I've was, seen a lot of interviews with Dave, and i it never was a heard show. him say that. It was one of his shows that he did on Netflix, where really? he was just like, oh, just, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah."
2: He's like, "I'm just too good at this." He goes, "Like, listen, I'm gonna, I put, I'm gonna these, tell you the punchline. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you and the punchline." <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, "I'm just good," yeah. and it's just like magic, <laughs> so like, yeah. Comedy magic is something where there's a lot of really bad ones out there. So mm-hmm. when you're like relatively okay, people like think it's so refreshing because it's usually just like. Like, hacky.
1: It's yeah. It's very hacky. It's very like yeah. So that's like what it I said is. with the bad person, like the bad reputation that magic gets because you either think you saw or did see a bad magician. So I have people they either come up to the bar or wherever when I'm performing and they either go, oh my God, let me see some magic right now because they probably saw somebody else that was really good. Mm -hmm. Or I'll hear people like, they don't say it to me, but I'll overhear them go, no, I already know how he does the trick. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I haven't done anything yet. You don't even know if I'm gonna pull out a Rubik's cube or a magic wand or a rabbit or a deck of cards or Mm -hmm. you have no idea what I'm going to do, but they already feel like they know how it's done or they just don't want to to admit that they're fooled or whatever. So it's like it already steers them away. You know like you said because there aren't very many really good magicians that can entertain especially people of our age
0: do you feel like due to know like the magic scene country-wide nationwide like international is there places like pockets where it's yeah. not hacky and like where are those
1: well when i went to vegas i was there for a week and i saw six different magic shows and every single one of them was pretty you know it was meant for an adult you know not like oh like there's swear words and dick jokes and stuff like that but like it was made That's you know for adults that are gambling and hanging out you know you don't bring your kids right to vegas you know like there's way with disneyland or something's for them but like when adults vacation they go to vegas because it's more of an adult crowd so all the adult magicians there mm-hmm. were just cool you know so vegas is a great place i felt like i didn't go to any of their meetings with the less known magicians but all <laughs> the guys that i saw were just great, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and some of them were impromptu shows that were still amazing, and some of them were like Penn and Teller, who yeah, were doing the same three or four different shows all the time, and they were all really good. Vegas is great. Minnesota is great for magic. Yeah. Uh, ironically, Minneapolis
0: area. Like, yeah, there? Minneapolis Twin is C's. great. That's where
2: Noah's from. Um, Philadelphia is great for magic. There's a lot of great magicians in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but there is. Um, yeah, we New York. Obviously, has a lot of like the best magicians in the world are in New York. Um, I've heard they have a lot of burlesque, though. (laughs) (laughs) They do have a lot of burlesque. Magic doesn't have to be next to burlesque. However, that's just the. I think they want someone like they want someone who's going to be entertaining, but not naked to break up the naked people. I think that's it. So they like. I don't know. I could be naked. Like they have no idea what I
1: do. So I mean, maybe I'll work something out. Yeah. We taught in New York. There were kids that were like, I don't want to go to the magic, like take magic classes because I, you know. I've seen what it is like in new york or do you think that's
2: no no the kids don't go to burlesque magic well, shows they might like, hear about it or whatever. i'm sure
1: people <laughs> from who it. from middle schoolers <laughs> no. you know oh, guess what i did middle I schoolers don't know it's
2: adults like adults the cool thing about new york is you if you don't want to see kids you don't have to like you know like because you we everyone starts off doing kids shows so like i'm like i knew from a very like my problem is like i'll do a trick and a kid will be like i did my first instinct is to be like, shut up, dick. And, you know, I can't like, I can't do that. But I, it's me, so like, I'm like, I have to just get out of kids shows because like, I can't just restrict everything I say all the time. You yeah, know?
0: for yeah. sure.
1: We have a sign at the safe house that they had to put up because of me and Luca that says, "Kids are not allowed at the bar unless accompanied by an adult." yeah because sometimes you'd say something and i'd be like you guys can all laugh you know the kids don't understand it and if the kids do understand it like that's your fault you know Mm -hmm. but uh you know there's edgy humor that i feel like i'm at a bar i'm not going to cater to this one child when the adults are the ones that are hiring me so i just say uh, up front i do everything except kid shows you know i'll even do a retirement center but i won't do get showing. Retirement centers suck though. Like I did <laughs> way too many of those. They they kinda suck. Really?
2: I, I I enjoy some of them. I don't know. They're always like, What'd you say? And it's like, <laughs> I said, is this your card? And they're like, What? <laughs> oh my God. and they all watch like America's Got Talent and stuff because mm-hmm. like I think this just comes on when they like to watch it so they all know like Prime really good TV. magic yeah, yeah yeah they all know like really good magic which is like kind of hard you know they're like oh you're not as good as that Shin Lim guy that won America's Got Talent in, yes. in 2017 <laughs> and then America's Got Talent the champions and lives and <laughs> yeah, like how do you know his address they just know everything you know? <laughs> are supposed to have Alzheimer's no no, no, yeah, no. Right. it's the one
0: thing they remember
1: <laughs>
2: right. the America's it's, it's Got Talent it's not inclusive I'm not in this conversation don't, don't try to cancel me I'm just I've, RJ I've
1: done probably at least 10 retirement centers and I figured it out more and more that most of my shows are I want the audience to be involved I want them to raise their hands or I want them to pick cards or I want them to name things or in colors and stuff like that both retirement centers it's just do big visual things that they don't have to be involved with at all. That yeah. they can see from the back.
2: Yeah. You learn a lot about inclusion because a lot of them like can't even like see because they have yeah. bad eyes. So that's
1: something where if like if you're like oh like everyone can you
2: see that they'll say no. And I'm like <laughs> I'm not used to that. So it's like you do learn a lot about like let me do something. A lot of some people can be blind or deaf when they're like deaf, hearing impaired when they're like older. You know Is what I mean? Is deaf not a good thing to say now? I mean they they're not like though you know what I mean they're just like hearing hearing impaired but also people yeah we don't we're trying not to say that now I think I don't
0: know I'm sure they don't hear yeah yeah. but that's
1: uh (laughs) yeah so they could be like you know that's funny I've had times where I say like close your hand around these coins and they're like I can't close my hand that happens a lot that does uh can you put your foot on it or something you know or i or, can't or,
0: close my hand wow. no, I, had, I went to shake a, a guy's
1: hand one time after the show because after after like most of my really close up shows yep. i shake everyone's hand to kind of like be personal yeah. like thank you so much to every person and i had one time when i reach out for the guy's hand and he didn't have one mm. so he was just kind of oh. like thank you you know i was like what do you mean he didn't, didn't have welcome. one he didn't have an arm like a, oh. like so i just went oh no like, like a whole arm like his whole like, yeah yeah was so like, a like i'm order. just
2: wondering like how like what what extent of an arm would i still attempt to shake yeah, it was like here so okay, he had like okay. a nub but cool. i was like, gonna shake that you would because you know. I, I would still shake if someone like i was like oh yeah it's probably followed well if they reached out you would This yeah, yeah yeah interesting
1: yeah but that yeah the, that only happened once but he was uh he was cool he was, it wasn't like oh i didn't know i had a missing arm what you know why would you shake me home you know, i'm sure he's used to it but he was mm. cool about it but yeah, it's just things that you don't think about. You, know, yeah. when you do a show like you expect everybody to be able to hold something, you know. But you know, you got to switch up your sets to cater to that. And I'm okay with doing that. But you should be. I mean, the people just want magic. Yeah. People just well, want magic. Are you okay with that, though?
2: Yeah, I, I definitely, like, have made multiple posts about every time, like, I meet someone, I find a way to do some kind of magic for them, especially, like, people who I like, can't see. Like, that's, like, a really big one, because it's, like,
1: Yeah, you've done magic want... for blind people,
2: haven't you? Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of people have, but, like, I specifically remember, like, watching, like, this this first TED Talk I watched, he talked about, like, doing magic for blind people and how that's, like, important to be able to, like, be creative enough for that. And he The meant, first it, TED
0: Talk you watched?
2: The first TED Talk I watched was probably a magic TED Talk by a guy probably. named... Brian yeah Yeah, probably yeah his name was Brian has like two million views and it's like he talks about how he did magic for a blind person and how he like really thought about it and it like changed his life yeah
0: dude if you guys want to see something crazy go back and watch like the first TED talks are they bad like the the production quality and like the cadence (laughs) because like everyone talks the same way on a TED talk now yeah like yeah. i don't know if they coach you or what the hell it is but everyone talks the same way but back in the day it was just like a present a present like a powerpoint <laughs> presentation yeah it's, it's just like, like i have this and sometimes it's not even like <clears throat> well because nowadays it's basically people especially the most popular ones people write a book mm. and then they promote their book by putting the best principles from it in a ted talk yeah you know what i mean um like that's kind of what it's become in a lot of cases yeah and some people will be like, back in the day, it was literally just some guy would have or girl would just have a, an abstract way of looking at something and they just like share it. And it yeah. was just like a like a corporate outing almost, <laughs> you know.
1: Weird.
2: Yeah. Wow. Well, it's weird. I love public speaking. I really do. I think more people should get into it.
1: It's fun because that's like the number one fear in the world, but yet like I used to be that I used Mm -hmm. to be terrified of going on stage And now I look forward to it. Well, could you speak without doing magic? Yeah, well, you, well, I had to get you're doing great, great now. I had a
0: speech. I box. mean, not that this is exactly kinda, public speaking. Kind of, yeah.
2: I wanted to give the commencement speech at UW-Oshkosh. Yeah, so salty to this day. I kind of followed that a little bit. So salty <laughs> to this day. My hands are are firming up because I, I I'm not supposed to know, but they're like, if he does a magic trick, what are they gonna do? Like, what is he? What if he messes up? And I'm like, that. That's it. That. That's why. That's why you're upset. Like, that's why. So then, yeah, I came in second apparently, and I was like live it Because yeah. that was the reason. Like I'm like, regardless whether or not I have magic, I'm still like a Ted speaker, like I still perform for a living. Like I'm it'd be good for you guys. It'd be good. So I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting one day.
1: Well you already graduated, so
2: waiting it's for what? To, call you back. to get on like Jimmy Fallon and be like, Chancellor not,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please don't man. No, I
2: won't I won't do that. Yeah,
0: I know. Probably.
2: <laughs> Probably. <We'll do> <laughs> Like, he won't be there in a while, I don't think. Like, he's he's a great guy, but I think he has uh, other things planned. He'll probably bounce out. He's one of my favorite parts about UW-Oshkosh, though, the chancellor. Yeah? Yeah. He Also, he doesn't pick the graduation speaker, so that is not, not real. That's not a real thing. <laughs> Isn't it the dean? It's the provost. Is it? But if you call that person out, yeah. everyone's going to be like, who's that? You just got to go straight to the top. Oh, listen, I think his name is Ant. No, I don't know his name. I shouldn't say a random name. But, yeah, it's a provost. Anyway.
0: Anyway. It's okay, RJ. <laughs> I, okay. I, I cried. <laughs> Did you? No, no I didn't <laughs>
1: cry,
0: no. No, but yeah. Mm. I didn't want
2: to go back though. But, uh, you you graduated from UWO, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Year or two before you. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs>
1: Good times. Good times. <laughs> don't, don't, don't
2: say it. It like a good time. Don't say no, it. it was a good time. I, didn't, I wouldn't have met you if it wasn't for the Oshkosh because of the poster. True. And now his girlfriend goes to Oshkosh,
0: too. Nice. Yeah. he said that before the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. You go to Oshkosh? Yeah. Uh, what do you study? Uh, business. Oh, what he's kind? like pre-business. Right. He does a,
2: Are you like 19? He's, yeah, he's 20. Ah. He's a sophomore. I was doing business, but then they were just like, I like things about UW Oshkosh, but the I really hope that one day they are able to make it less regional. Because, you know, when I started to apply for jobs in New York, they're all like, can you do this? Can you do this? And it's like, I realized they kind of like trained me to work at like uh, Oshkosh. You know what I mean? Yeah. They train me you to work at a regional company. When yeah. And then when I like asked all my friends from the Midwest, like when the first marketing job asked me to make a pitch deck. And I was like, "What's a pitch deck?" And none of them knew because, like, none of them, even the ones who studied marketing, I studied marketing. Like before I switched to communication, like I just really wish that they would like expand their their thing so that like people can move out because you can't move out if you don't have the experience or the um, you know, the knowing what people are talking about when they send you sample assignments
0: and whatnot, you know. It's tough. It's yeah. c- it's kind of weird because like, I think everybody in every form of life nowadays wants everything like this needs to be more this needs mm. to be more this which like obviously we want everything to get better yeah but um like i agree like gosh, gosh i mean every school probably in the world could do better but it really comes down to like what you do while you're there mm. you know what i mean yeah that's very true because yeah. like your experiences that you did extracurricular yeah you know curricularly yeah like got you the job at the that's true. At the Houdini that's Museum. True. Like that's why you're where you're at. Um, w- meaning like uh working at like a Kimberly Clark mm. or like an Oshkosh truck because like as an intern even yeah. because Oshkosh is so like close to those companies. Yeah could easily be a great springboard to get you to Austin, Texas, or to get you to LA or wherever you wanna go. Yeah. Um, you just have to take the right steps to like- That's true. Climb that ladder. That's true, that's true. So, which like, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I came into college not knowing how the fuck life worked. Yeah. Like, at all. Um, basically, my parents, like, up until high school did, like, sign me up for everything. I didn't know how to sign up for something. I didn't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So the only thing I signed myself up for was like football in high school, uh, but is a learning curve. They yeah. could do better, but my intuition tells me that the resources are probably there. Yeah, you just have to know. You just have to seek, and like a lot of people don't seek nowadays.
2: Yeah, it's it's true, but I don't think
0: they know they they.
2: I don't know. I can't can't blame them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, there's pretty much like I don't know what percentage, maybe like five to ten percent of people who are seekers who yeah. like are always looking like yeah. into the mystery, like what is life, and yeah. like you want to you want more out of it, and then those people are usually the five to ten percent of people that are like directing the other ninety, like hey, you like this? Did you know this thing's here? Yeah, uh, you know true. what I mean. That's true. Then the business
2: development center is great for that at uh, UWO.
0: Yeah, and then that just comes down to like leadership yeah you know sure which obviously
2: all right maybe maybe i I, I, I might recant my statement maybe
0: (laughs) i don't know i just i really do think oshkosh for what you pay um is underrated really yeah i do interesting i think like uh i would say at least three of their major programs are like tops in UW, yeah, yeah like, for
2: sure. like the nursing
0: and the nursing, the nursing. I would even say their business is very competitive. Accounting is pretty competitive, yeah, especially. Um, yeah, maybe not marketing in particular. Yeah. I didn't go down the marketing route. I think business school as a whole does a good job of networking and like making they opportunities. They do
2: do that. If you wanna stay in Wisconsin, it is great. It's a great I value. Say. It is a great value, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I just try to get more people out to New York, or at <laughs> least the East Coast, because yeah. Do you think you'll be in New York forever? I think I'll be there a while, and that was the hard. not the hard thing, but like I, you know, you search on LinkedIn to try to find alumni from like Oshkosh and stuff. You know, like it'd be nice to have like Oshkosh alumni more spread out because there's yeah. really only like probably like a hundred on LinkedIn that you could find that don't really live in the area. You know, that's all you could find. Like, oh, not even like in New York if you, yeah if you look it up like alumni in different like cities it's kind of hard to find like um sure. in New York there's yeah probably less than 100 people that went to UW Oshkosh at least for a period but there are really cool people that went um to UW Oshkosh that are, like had production companies and started like media companies and stuff like that
0: yeah RTF is another program at Oshkosh that's yeah good yeah. regionally like it's RTF you either go to Oshkosh or you go to like a Chicago school and like those yeah. are the two yeah. film schools. Oh, and then there's Iowa. Those are like the three places you can go for yeah. for good film. True, true. Okay, I'm done talking about UW. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. it was five years of my life, I'm here and flashbacking, it's just a lot. Yeah, it's cool. Um Cool. So, what time is the show tonight? The time, the time, what time is seven uh, thirty p.m. Magic time. No, I was saying that- which time. Like, there's multiple time theaters and. Oh, I was,
1: no, oh, I'm just, I'm oh just really? Oh, really? Okay. No, there's one time
0: theater. 7:30 it's in
2: Oshkosh. Seven thirty p.m. Magic time. If you come and you bring your UW Oshkosh ID, since we had this long conversation, I'll give you a dollar off. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar <laughs> off yeah yeah so the yeah and it's at the time theater which is four four five north main street and it's just a really beautiful vaudeville theater you might want to bring a coat because it gets a little chilly but it'll be fine
1: and bring a friend too
2: yes bring a friend definitely Mm -hmm. wouldn't want to come
0: alone yeah that would be
2: there are people that have bought single tickets and i admire that i'm like yeah i don't know if they're meeting someone or maybe they're not but maybe they just really love magic and i'm like yeah man you buy you buy that single ticket bro like yeah
0: I appreciate that. Treat yourself. We just did a a bus trip and someone came on his own and had a great time. Hmm. I feel like, even, well, I guess these are like diner ish type restaurants, but I've been in a few restaurants lately too where it's like three tables have just like an individual.
2: Yeah, I went out because when I'm in New York, I'm like, yeah, like this is is New York. I'm in the prime of my life. Like, I want to go out and I want to do this. And my friends will be like, no, not today. And I'm like, (laughs) well, I'm young, so, like, I'll, like, yeah, so, like, I've gone out by myself three times in New York so far, and one of them was the best night of my life, so, one of the best nights, I won't say that, one of the, like, top five, top five, so I was, like, highly surprised, so, yeah, I Mm -hmm. think I no shame in going out by yourself, especially if you live somewhere new.
0: Absolutely. yeah, Yeah, that's, uh, that's the difference between a big city and, like, not rural, but, like, Mm -hmm. small city is just that, like, breaking free of your own mindset, you
2: know? Really? See, I would argue differently. I would really? argue that it's very Wisconsin to go out by yourself. You know, you go out to like a small bar and there's people like, hey, who are you? You know, like friendly, you know? I think that it's, Sure. I think that I only do that because I'm from Wisconsin, you know? Really? Yeah, I really do, because you don't go to like bars by yourself or club by yourself really in New York, because sure. like you could be like a killer. Sure. You know, so it's like if a dude's just like walking around at a club, by him, it's like no one's gonna talk to him, you know what I True. mean? so that's a little bit
0: like you haven't been able to meet someone or...
2: hmm? yeah. me? no like, oh that's I the thought the you question. meant like specifically like that's the uh, question that's yeah like yeah it's like, like you don't like have any friends like what are you and then people like yeah it's a little bit less safe in New York also so yeah I think that that that's something I did. I do appreciate bro. Okay. if you go out to a little bar in, in Wisconsin you know you could meet someone pretty easily like true. anyone you know alright I changed my mind <laughs> I mean dude, you don't have to you don't have to it's rhetoric I studied rhetoric
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean you've lived it I haven't that's true come visit come visit I'll be. I'll be there Probably. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Do you have a place by yourself? or I
2: live with two roommates. Um, That's one of which I didn't know had a girlfriend or a cat because he doesn't open his door. But I recently learned he has
0: both. <laughs> and then the other one... So you're one, splitting the rent three ways and they have two people? He has a girlfriend, but she just comes and visits. Uh, I think. It wouldn't
2: know because we don't talk. But then the other one is very... Also, like she's so like um this word any word could any word could come out right now like the way i preface that she like buys all the toilet paper and stuff so like she never asks for anything and it's always there before we even like get close to running out so like i can't like complain because oh, right. she steams the floors too but oh, at the wow. same time like i'll come home at like 8 30 and my light will be on and she's like yo bud can you turn the light off i'm trying to sleep i'm like yo it's 8 30. it is 8 30. it is early dude and yeah she she does that a lot like stuff like that so it's kind of like i don't know like toilet paper neuroticism i don't know it's just like
0: yeah yeah balance right it's a balance I, i like i like it though it's not bad and it's a great view nice view cool all right caleb and rj have a great show tonight yeah enjoy your your gig tomorrow and the rest of your time here in wisco i don't know if or when you plan on coming back or that's it we're just going out tonight yeah um when would i come back
2: soon probably yeah i'll come back when i can raise the price of my tickets there you go (laughs) there we go
0: all right thanks 15 is a bargain folks 15 see you guys Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It truly means a lot to me.